They know how to make you smile. You're already here, why don't you stay a while? Kick back, relax, you freaks. They're playing all the tricks and taking all of the treats. Grab a whiskey and hang on tight. Smoke that bong with all your might. They write books, but that ain't all. One's short and smooth and one is hairy and tall. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. They argue about everything and then drive each other so insane. Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Best buds talking book of the week. And all the horror stuff that they think is neat Hanging loose doing ridiculous reads Not cause we deserve it cause it's what we need Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne They argue about everything and drive each other so insane Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne it's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Welcome to Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne in the morning, in the afternoon. I'm John Wayne. With me, as always, is Christopher Triana. Chris, bring that half open I'm shirt and that sex beard to me right now and say hello. Hello, 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 John Wayne. Hello, ladies. Hello, uh, everyone. Uh, it's good to see you, dude. Doing all right? Oh, I'm just fine and dandy like sour candy, man. Doing Ooh, good. How about yourself? A glass of water on the side for dipping. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm doing good, man. It's good to be back, dude. We've we've been like fucking shooting these off, like fucking, uh, you know, uh, going off the port with the condoms and dirty uh, sailors and, and whatnot. Oh, before we go any further, I do want to say sure. this episode is brought to us by Baby Sun Hat Condoms. When you need a, <laughs> when you need a protection and you don't know what, when, Baby it, Sun, when hat, you need, Baby Sun when Hat you, Condoms. Um, when you need protection for that little erection. Baby, baby sun had condoms <laughs> and that also brings us uh fortuitously to our guest who was oh, one of the spokespeople for baby sun had condom for a while uh since and it, and, and it's number one customer yes i'm not only the founder i'm also a customer <laughs> that's right absolutely and he's here we got him he's since transitioned into uh <laughs> Quite, quite successfully into writing a horror and extreme uh, spider punk horror. He has. I thought you were going to say he transitioned to, to a man. <laughs> okay, dude. All right, this is a not that kind of show. <laughs> He's our good buddy. He is a very talented author. He's awesome. You know him for Billy Silver, uh, Italia, and more. We're going to talk to him. Uh, he is here, Daniel J. Volpe, Dan. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. Long time listener, first time caller. Actually, second time caller. I've called okay, well, could you hang up and listen then for the rest of the show? Thanks. Yes. So yes. here we go. <laughs> What's up, man? It's good to finally have you on this show, dude. I'm happy to be here. I've been listening to this for quite a while and um, definitely enjoy the show. And um, definitely was looking forward to hopefully getting an opportunity. And when Chris reached out, I had to, I jumped at it. Yes. jumped at the opportunity to be here. So Awesome. Um, Thank you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate you being here, man. And we appreciate you listening to the show all this time. Yeah, yeah. man. I, and uh, it's, it's awesome, dude. Cause we, you and I, like I first got to know you through like, you know, your work 
your work coming out and then you contacted me to narrate Billy Silver. Um, and then uh, we struck up a relationship from there. I had no, like, I guess I knew like Aaron, I knew you guys worked together and Beauregard. Um, I knew him from another podcast I did. And then we finally met each other, all of us, like in the flesh at AuthorCon. Um, and man, and it was, it, it was felt magic. good. It felt it was good. Magic. It was fleshy. Yeah, it felt, yeah, it felt good and fleshy. <laughs> I would say fleshy. I would, yeah, yeah, it's a good adjective. Yeah. A lot of hugs, a lot of warm hugs and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It was a good, it wet was a hugs, great time. moist hugs. Yeah, I'd say moist hugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it was April, so damp, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That but dampy, but, dampy Dan is what we were calling him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say dampy? I've been calling dampy. him dumpy. Ah, oh, damn it! I look like an idiot. Uh, rat farts. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, well, now you, we're just now we're just making noises, guys. We're not tell, even, like making words. I was gonna say, as you could tell, we uh, you know, the three of us don't know each other very well. Uh, we, you know, no. um, it's very, very formal. We're trying to get. We're trying to you know figure it out. Anyway, Dan, welcome, dude. Uh, you are in a uh, bunker, uh, an undisclosed location uh, that is covered in, in actually insulated from war with Warhammer books. You were telling Warhammer. Us. So if you're right, people watching the the video, uh, Dan is in an underground like a like a sex uh, war bunker that's insulated by Warhammer books. That that's correct, right? Am I correct? That's that's accurate. Yes. Um, okay. The the damage points they absorb are very high. I've been upgrading mm-hmm. them. These majestic tomes of yes. uh, magic and lore. So, uh, yeah, they protect me from radiation this entire time, and uh, hopefully they'll continue to do so, so I don't lose any more of my hair. Man. Um, well, well, um, well, we've already established that Warhammer is the brand of condoms that I use, but That's apparently right, apparently, these, um, these books are also called Warhammer. What exactly are they? They're role-playing game books? Uh, they're based on that. Yeah, these are. I have Warhammer 40K, which is set in the year 40,000, and then there's some fantasy ones as well. So it's a super violent sci-fi and fantasy. Okay, but it's but it's role-playing books. It's not like novels. No, they're novels. They're based oh, on they are. playing game. Yeah, they're novels. They're based oh, on a okay. role-playing okay. game. Gotcha, gotcha. Chris, what are you fucking... I'm writing, I'm you're, writing, you're writing a mystery? No, no I'm just... You? I'm making conversation. It's he's a podcast. An, yeah, he's an inquisitive. inquisitive. Yeah, you, are, you know what? I always said that. You're an inquisitive scamp. And yeah. that's why I love you. Um I am anyway, inquisitive. Uh, oh, lived through the Black Plague. I had a pretty good time during that. <clears throat> I did want to talk about this before we get into the show. Okay. Uh, because last week we were talking about, or maybe the week before, um, about how I was going to go to the music festival here that's called Life is Beautiful. Remember? Mm-hmm. And we were like, yes. Life is Beautiful. We'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, admittedly, not my style of music necessarily but like high caliber artists that just are not in my wheelhouse at all and like dude so, I, I i was like yes i was just gonna ask because like you you weren't sure what bands or what music what it was gonna be so what was it, it i'm gonna guess it was kind of like a granola hippie type of music like no nah, it like, was it was a lot of uh like like djs and yeah. like um Gorillas were one of the headliners. Uh, Lord, who was a singer, like I, these are like big okay. I know performers. Who Lord is. I know, yeah, who but Lord I is. so I don't, and, and like uh, Jack, somebody that's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> but here's that the thing, guy you know, was, who was in that movie with that guy last year, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Um, but the thing is, is like 
this I, I was like we were, I was joking about it before, like a uh, whatever. And I really was kind of like, I don't want to fucking go to this bullshit. Dude. I don't know any of these bands, whatever. And I was really in. I, but I was like just in a bad mood about like other things, just like being idle and and not in and, and canceling a show and not, you know, being on the road. And so like I had like a real attitude adjustment in the mm. sense that like I it, first of all, we won VIP like Scarlett goes to this every year. And then she just happened to like put this thing in. We won VIP passes, which means like we do. We have our own entrance, our own everything. Like someone wipes yeah. your ass for you. You got to have sex with Lord. Yeah, that's right, awesome. dude. And also, it's three blocks walking from our house, so it's not like that's we even awesome. have to park or. But yeah, that's great. Just wow. walk right there. Boom, we're on the fucking grounds. Nice. And uh, so Friday, I was like, I'm not going. I'm staying at work. So like, I was having like a you know fucking emo moment and then saturday, yeah exactly and then saturday i got i was like i'm going i want to go i'm excited so we actually like lucked into just because like scarlet's friends or whoever we go to this fucking private pre-party where gorillas are doing an interview with like there's like only 40 people in this bar or we're getting free drinks that's mm. also at the on the roof of the circa and i'm standing up there going like what the fuck is my life now dude just like mm -hmm. it's uh, it's awesome. Then we're just on the side of the stage, like, you know, down there, you have all this room and it was like, man, it really made me like uh, realize I needed to like appreciate things more because I'm always just kind of like, go, 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 go. What's the next thing? You stupid little bitch. And uh, I get in my head about it. But mm -hmm. this was one of those things where I was like, you know what? This is cool, man. You should stop being a little bitch. And so I did. See, yeah, it, it, it almost it almost like it made you realize life is beautiful. Kind of. Because like I was right on the stage for Lord. I was like, who is this? They're like, Lord. I was like, I've heard of her. I've heard her name. But she had this huge stage show with this like big ass escalator with this full band and like all this stuff. And uh, it was very cool just to watch. And I was like, I don't know any of these songs, but this is pretty cool. No. But I wouldn't rec. I mean, I had VIP, dude. I'm not going to get out there with the regulars in the. Oh yeah, the yeah. Thing, you know, yeah, the was, with, with, wouldn't want to be out there with the commoners. Yeah, yeah no. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it was very cool, man. So I'm. Uh, I, I I apologize for making a joke about it. And I backtrack my uh, statements before on the other show. It was fun. Okay. And it, it made me feel good. Well, good. I'm glad you had fun. That's awesome. Thanks, man. I'm glad you had fun too, dude. I didn't say I had fun. No. <laughs> I don't recall saying good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was saying Burns. Anyway, yeah. um, well, we got Dan here, and uh, we do. we're going to talk about things Halloween style. It's, it's it's the beginning of the Halloween season, right now. It is it's coming it is. out. People fall, are fall. Fall has begun. And Halloween is in the air. Yep. And we're a few Halloweenies ourselves. So, you know, we had to talk about it first thing. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but I think, you know, well, before we get into that, you know, we, we're going to hit all the, hit all the walls as the ladies, you know, like to hear from us. With the Warhammer uh, condoms on. That's right. <laughs> I got three of them on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, then I think we're going to get right into the show. We're going to talk about ghosts and goblins and spooky things. Uh, and I think 
what a better site what better segue than to start with book of the week book book Having a, having a little trouble with the music there again. it played it played yeah it played but it's like it keeps doing that i don't know it did it last time too don't worry but, dude uh, it's recording on this side that's all you have to know baby no i, I heard the recording the, the last recording and it sounded just like that it, it sounded all off but uh, oh well i'm not going to replace that come on that no why would you <clears throat> all right so book of the week uh, I'm going to read this off. Uh, this is a very special book that uh, came out just recently. We're very excited about. It's called Plastic Monsters, and it's by none other than Daniel J. Volpe, who is in the studio with us right now. Uh, so I'm going to read the, the synopsis of this. Uh, okay, we had a little static there, but we're good. Sorry. So that's all right. That's all right. Um, beauty is pain. But for Pamela Rose, beauty is everything. She spends every day and almost every dollar fighting a losing battle against nature. When a young coworker comes to the office with a new set of breast implants, Pam's delicate psyche begins to crack. Dr. Joseph DeBiro uh, used to make art from flesh and plastic. But after his release from prison, the only thing he's handling is a broom. He knows he has more to give the world. He's not done creating beauty. He just needs the right patient. As the madness unwinds, Pam and Joe find themselves performing vile acts, acts from which there's no return. Will they save their souls or succumb to the monsters living inside of them? <clears throat> so, Dan, this is a plastic surgery gone awry, uh, run amok uh, type of horror novel. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yeah. So thank you, obviously, for reading it. Um... I had I had really had a good time writing this one, and I, I kind of had this idea a while ago of doing some kind of plastic surgery horror, where there was like body harvesting and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool idea. I'm like, but I, I really want to delve deeper into like the the psyche of it. And like you guys, I'm a big fan of American Psycho. Like I like that that crazy, um, you know, the inner monologue kind of thing. So. I came up with this character, uh, Pamela, and I had this image of her and it opens up with her pretty much holding her chest in front of a mirror and just disgusted with herself and disgusted with her body and, and what she's becoming and what age is doing to her. Um, and it kind of kind of took off from there. And for nobody, everybody that doesn't know, I have two young daughters and they're fairly young, but I can already see the social influences that they're under, even as pre-teenagers. Um, and just how style and fashion and certain looks are already becoming a thing, even at that young age. So I kind of wanted to, to play to that. And then I always love that, that plastic surgeon, the doctor, the evil kind of doctor who is that egotistical person that wants to create things from other people. And yeah. uh, I think that feeling of power that they get to be able to change people's appearances. And some of these people, they're not good individuals. And when you're, under anesthesia and under the knife, they can pretty much kind of do whatever they want. And my doctor does some pretty heinous things uh, in this book. And uh, it actually worked out well. And my wife actually beta read it for me when I finished it up. And there's a couple flashback scenes in there that I fully credit her for because she's like, oh, you need something else to show some other characterization. And, um, and then it was born. And Luckily, I, I was able to, I reached out to Brian Keene and he was gracious enough to read it and give me a very nice blurb, which I 
truly, truly appreciate. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. uh, Just uh, to comment on the the influence thing you were talking about earlier. um, At this life is beautiful thing. I, being on the West, I've never been to a music festival on the West Coast, like living on here, except for the Sunset Strip Music Festival. But that was like Motley Crue and shit like that. But like, dude, I, I mentioned this to Scarlett and she was like, oh, yeah, there's so many women at this thing that were like Kim Kardashian clones. Like, I've never seen anything like this before, ever, like to the nines and then wearing those easy glasses that are like a thousand dollars and it's like at night and there's these big weird sunglasses mm. it's like whoa dude this shit is legit real and crazy mm. yeah and and we see it everywhere obviously tv movies um obviously social media tiktok with all the you know you, you hardly see anybody male and female posting a video without some kind of filter i mean especially chris with thirst trap videos i mean they're just oh yeah it's it's all filters with my all I wish you would right send me an angel. Right? I mean, I yeah. like I'm, I'm actually Chinese. Most people don't realize <laughs> that when they see my videos, you know, um, but, uh, no, it's, but, it's, go ahead. No, I was just saying it, it's it's it literally is everywhere. And like John Wayne said, you know, these they're like cookie cutters of each other. Uh, some of these these women, especially, and they just feel like yeah. they have something to live up to. Yeah. No, that, that, that's definitely true. Like the obsession with, with beauty in, in our culture and the, and um, the obsession with youth as well. Uh, and, and the way people try to chase that at all costs. And it's funny, you mentioned like, um, like the, the, the psycho um, God complex doctors, you know, that, that we see sometimes in horror. Uh, and that's, that's definitely true. Um, you know, like I think of like dead ringers, which is one of my favorite Cronenberg movies. Um, and then, you know, on the more comedic side, we have stuff like Dr. Giggles, which John Wayne and I both love. Um, but it's, but, but what I was getting to is that it kind of harkens back to the older uh, horror films where we had like the mad scientist types, like the Dr. Frankensteins, uh, Dr. Fibes, you know, well, I mean, Fibes was a theologian, but still he was killing doctors. So <laughs> there's that. Um but, you know, it's kind of like that same kind of thing where it's like, you know, they get this certain amount of power and skill and it gives them this God complex where they think that they can, you know, create uh, create whole new people, you know, or improve upon uh, nature. And who's to say they're not? I, for one, support our right. doctor overlords right. and uh, <laughs> pledge my allegiance to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, so, uh, it's, um, truly, it's truly frightening when you think about that, when you're under their power i guess and like you said like they some of them have these complexes where they just feel like they can do whatever they want and and to an extent they they really can yeah now do you have any like personal experience with this stuff like have you had any surgeries but i mean not i'm not just saying plastic surgery i'm saying have you ever had any surgeries done uh when i was a kid i had my tonsils out and that's it knock on wood i've been pretty fortunate to not have to deal with any kind of surgeries in my adult life but um yeah, that was pretty much it. My kids have had minor, minor surgeries. Um, yeah. But even that was terrifying because even though it was very something very small, they were still, you know, anesthetized and yeah. still nerve wracking. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Um, did you do uh, any particular research for the book? Yeah, I spent a lot of time. I mean, mainly it was like a, a lot of YouTube interviews, um, some articles I read. I watched a lot of like botched abortion videos and stuff where people were. Mm like third world country kind of plastic surgeon where they're like maimed yeah. and using mm. um, things that weren't quite on the up and up. And then I had to research like propofol 
to see how the that worked as the anesthesia that they use mainly for surgeries. So that stuff was a little bit difficult. And then Pat Harrison was the editor behind this one. So he has a medical background. So he kind of pointed out a few things in the editing phase that I was able to clean up and make a little more accurate. Oh, that's good that you had someone with that experience yeah. uh, give a read through. That's great. Definitely helps. Yeah, I had a, um, I had a girlfriend who got breast implants. She was like a B cup and she went up to a D cup. And yeah, it was kind of a, a crazy experience because I actually, I took her to the to the surgery you know and you know it's the same thing where they, they put you on everything else and then like she was like out of it for like two days after after it and she had like her boobs were all wrapped up in bandages and she was just kind of like all messed up and i see john wayne giggling just because i guess because i said the word boobies, boobies? or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> hooter boobies hooter alert hooter alert yeah. oh don't 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 act a two brute um, but, but no, it's, it's like, like even, um, even plastic surgery, which is cosmetic and is elective, uh, is still a big ordeal to go to, you know, to go through and to like alter your body. And it took time for her to like, you know, for it to all be in the right place. They were like rock hard at first, you know, and it took time for everything to settle. So, so there's yeah. just a weird, crazy thing that, that people can do. And it's weird that we're even able to do stuff like that. Like, I'm not a huge fan of anesthesia. And I obviously haven't been under since I was a kid. Like a few years ago, I got a vasectomy and I was like, just fucking leave me awake. Just numb them yeah. up and have at it. Well, so, that's what they usually do with a vasectomy though, right? Like they, they don't you, usually. You can elect to get knocked out if you want. But I was like, yeah. don't even bother. They just, yeah. just do it. Did you feel it all or did they, they really didn't numb your area? Uh, the initial numbing needles fucking hurt. I can tell you that. But after mm. that, you just kind of feel a little tugging. You hear like them cutting string and then you hear the sizzle. And a little, a little, mm. a little wisp of smoke. A little wisp of smoke. And then they, they tuck it all back in. See this now you're, sounds... making, you're making me think about grandma's house for Sunday dinner now. Yeah, you know? like a this cooling just, pie. This, you hear a tug, this... a spring, screen. You know? <laughs> See this. This just sounds like having sex to me. But yeah, um, what the? You, know, <laughs> you know, your 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 area goes numb. And there's a little tug. And some yep. smoke and it's over yeah but i was now able to throw away all my warhammer condoms so i don't have to need them anymore ah nice 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 and that's why this episode is brought to you by baby had <laughs> condoms that's right uh if you want a cleanie your weenie what'd you say put a hat on <laughs> what'd you say when you need protection for your little erection your, your little erection there yep. we go yep um yeah i i almost had a vasectomy once so i went through all the rigmarole and then when i showed up to get it uh, the doctor wasn't there, <laughs> so oh. didn't work out. Unbelievable, unbelievable. There was like a scheduling oh. snafu. Like my, what happened? my wife skipped town time, or something? No, it was a, it was a, I, maybe, but they said it was a scheduling snafu. Uh, but yeah, like my wife at the time, like she and I, like we took time off work and everything for it. And yeah, like, I show up the diet. Like I went through the whole thing. Dan knows where they like. Are you sure you don't want to do this? And do, 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 do. Um, and. Uh, yeah, and then I showed up at the day of, and it's just like, oh, he's not here. I was like, oh, okay, well, I should sue you. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. I had a surgery scheduled. You know, you should. That's they should at least pay you like the seventy-five dollar cancellation fee because they right. They should have to pay me a cancellation fee. Exactly. Yeah. At least that, dude. At least, at least that. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me something. But no, so that foiled that plan. Uh, so. But I'll I'll probably still get one. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, they're fun. 
It's enjoyable. Oh, I'm sure. Sure, it's great. <laughs> I'm not scared. I've, I've had kidney stones, man. So, oh, like, yeah. I, not nothing scares me now when it comes to all that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, book sounds good. Check it out, everyone. It's called Plastic Monsters. Available now wherever books are sold. I've never had any. The only surgery I've ever had is my wisdom teeth out. Yeah, that that probably wasn't fun either. It was okay. I mean, mm. whatever. Like I got a bunch of like Vicodin out of it, but right. um, outside of that, that's the only time I've ever been put under. So, yeah. and I definitely like. I already like before they before they put me under. I made sure that I undid my belt and pants first, like for mm. them. Right. So, you don't want to just to speed the process along. Yeah, just like, yeah. A, I just yeah. want I don't want there being a confusion. Yeah. yeah. Where I and, and, and Dan's right. You don't want them to like tear your your fight your jeans or anything in the process. You know? yeah, your oh, yeah. Your rustlers. Yeah, my rustlers. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Episode is also brought to you by Rustler Jeans. Rustlers. You put, cream, it, put uh, it in wet. Put it in wet. <laughs> Rustler. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm definitely gonna draw. Draw. Have to like have a rustler put them in wet and a baby sun hat. <laughs> but anesthesia is wild because, um, like, you you don't feel like you've slept. You feel like you've blinked. Like time That's, traveled. It's just, yeah. yeah it's, like a- it's crazy. Like yeah, you you don't feel rested or anything like that. It just like you said, time travel. It's like you blink and then all of a sudden it's you, it's all over and they're like, yeah, you've been out for five hours or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah crazy they're then they're not even sure how exactly it works that's the other scary Mm. thing about it they're they're not they can't really explain or understand how exactly it works and why it has that effect what yeah it's true what that's why i'm glad it works yeah, yeah what are sure. they what are they living on a prayer or something like that, no, they that know that happening they know in that hospitals these does, days? they know that it does work but they're not sure exactly how it works but I mean, the scientists aren't even really sure why we sleep. And this either, is how I so. have to find out on yeah. our own podcast. That's how you find out. Spoiler man. alert. Fuck. But yeah, they're not even sure like why exactly we sleep, why we have to, you know. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just a funny thing. You know, Who is some... and why are they wondering this? Mammals, they look it I up guess. on the encyclopedia. Why mammals? No, but they they know that we do, but they're not sure why it's required of the body. You know, mm. like they're just not. I mean, obviously, rest is in, is important, but actually becoming unconscious for eight hours, they don't know why. It's, they can't really explain why that's necessary for the body, like from a physiological standpoint. Hmm. That's going to be our no. issue for like our, our uh, series for next summer. Why do we sleep? Vital social sleep. issues and stuff with Chris and Sean Wayne. <laughs> summer of sleepers. Summer of no, no sleep. Ooh, do we'll try to stay up all summer? That's good. No, no. Some, okay, of us, some of us don't do a ton of drugs. <laughs> oh, boo hoo. We don't need to transcend the veil and figure it out and push ourselves. Sure. Doesn't matter. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All okay, right. Well, I'm very terrified now. Okay, good, good. But, but um, I want to read Dan's book, so. for Yeah, for more medical horror, check out Plastic Monsters. Cool. All right. Well, I think that brings us uh, to our next segment then. It moves us right along, doesn't it? Moving right along, dude. All right, then now it's time for everyone's favorite. Ridiculous Reeve. 
Yeah, the music sounds like utter shit. I don't know what the problem is, but it keeps fading in and out. <laughs> oh, it sounds perfect in my headphones. So Hell, the best, the best awful. thing that you should you could do though is draw attention to it. Oh, I don't need to. It's very obvious. I could uh, like when I listened to the the last two shows, it did. It sounded exactly like that. Yeah, well, it's fine, dude. But now I have to go <laughs> back like and shit. take all of this out. Sounds like other shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna go. Okay, well, we'll go back to I think, Skype when your I think microphone we should sounded like utter shit. How about I that? I know. I had to buy several. <clears throat> no, I think uh, I think we should go back to doing a pause and then putting the music in. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, oh, I just like things. We'll to leave sound all this. Good. We'll leave all of this in and make sure okay. that the audience can can weigh in on what they think. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> um and, I'm all uh, about putting in a little bit of effort for it to be good, you know. Even though you're the one who has to do it. <laughs> choose your words, dude. I do all of this. You <laughs> log on and talk. I do. I do. It works for me. Now you do do all of it. Anyway, ridiculous reads. <laughs> ridiculous reads. I um, I was uh, thrifting. Oh. not really thrifting, but I was in a thrift store by my house here in Vegas. And this is a, I found a book that I was like, you know what? This would have been a book that was, would have been cool to have like four, 14 shows ago, but I still think it's going to pay off very well for ridiculous reads uh, today because it is Halloween season, but I'm going to read from a book that I found called the encyclopedia of urban legends by Jan Harold Bronvand. And Ooh. I found this, like I said, at the thrift store. And look at uh, that cover. It's look a at that. book. It's kind of cool. I was saying, yeah. look at that cover. Yeah. Cover's pretty sweet. If you're watching the video, if you're watching the YouTube video, it almost looks like, like a headless monster yeah. hovering over the shell station. Yeah. And there's a, a car and there is a car. Yeah. So the back, it says, uh, the definitive word on the subject from the Dean of Urban Legend Studies. We all know those stories that are too bizarre to be true. Roasted babies, vanishing hitchhikers, scuba wait, wait, divers. Roast, roasted babies? Roasted babies. Mm, I don't know that urban legend. <laughs> well, got to read the book, dude. Time life. Scuba oh. divers and trees. But have you heard about the Iceman and the Bullet Baby? This comprehensive and compellingly readable reference book will answer all your urban legend questions, offering alphabetical entries on every aspect of the subject, including descriptions of hundreds of individual legends and their variations, legend themes and scholarly approaches to the genre. Each entry is cross-referenced and features a short bibliography. Blah, 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 English-speaking countries, <laughs> well as the country in which the studies of the urban legends are available, because there was just some people's names, who cares? Uh, because urban legends are examples of modern folk narrative, Brunwand includes entries that explain how to collect, classify, and analyze texts and performances. He traces the evolution of the legends and their connections to other fields. Films, literature, comic books, music, and other areas of pop culture. Particular attention is paid to the internet and how the computer has speeded up. I don't like that use of that speeded up. I think it, feels, it seems like it should be sped up. Yeah, it does. Speeded up dissemination of urban legends in a way unimaginable 
a few years ago. Anyway, so this book, it really does work like a like a true reference book because it's very short. Like there's there's like uh, the descriptions are kind of short of different urban legends. You can kind of look them up like in these these kind of like pop, like very like 30,000 uh foot view of like the urban legends but some of them go a little bit more in depth and it's kind of cool but uh this being like halloween time i looked up like you know what are some of these halloween uh urban legends and one of the ones in here which there's not as many as you think there would be but one of the ones i want to read that's specifically halloween related as we get into the time uh is is called what this at least the book calls it halloween sadists so i don't know if that's any like a popular way to refer to these people but basically what it's talking about is the pe- people who put uh people who put people who put like poison and candy or razor mm-hmm. blades and apples or whatever that's right. supposed to be like this so <clears throat> the while the widely believed rumors that sadistic people frequently prey on children at Halloween by offering them poison candy or apples spiked with hidden razor blades or needles have been thoroughly debunked by folklorists, sociologists, and law enforcement officials. Despite broad dissemination of such findings in the academic and popular press, warnings against these so-called Halloween sadists still appear each October, and organized efforts to eliminate trick-or-treat or to submit children's Halloween treats to x-ray checks continue in many communities. Sylvia Greider, or Gerder, traced some of these anxieties to the 1974 murder of a Texas child by means of cyanide-laced candy put in the boy's Halloween bag of treats by his own father. Jewel Best and Gerald Horachi surveyed references to Halloween sadists in four major American newspapers over a period of 27 years and found all such reports either to be unverifiable or else obvious hoaxes. After years of x-raying Halloween bags of treats without finding any dangerous contaminants and realizing that actual poisons would not be thus revealed anyway, some community leaders in recent years have dropped or scaled back such detection programs. So that's a common like urban legend, like Halloween. They're like, yeah, be sure to check your, let me check your fucking candy before you eat it. Yeah, it's. It's it's like beyond urban legend. Like people really think that it's real and really think that it's important. But just like it says in the book, because I've read several books about Halloween and its history. Um, yeah, it's like that. There have been kids that were poisoned with their Halloween candy, but it was always by someone who was like in the they family knew, right? or knew yeah, them yeah. personally. Yeah, it was always a deliberate attack and not just a random thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it, like shit like that all but ruined Halloween, where it's like people became afraid of having their kids go door to door. And then they started doing really stupid shit, like um, not just the x-rays, which, like you said, can't show poison anyway. Um, but they started doing stupid shit like, OK, I remember when I was young, they like changed it from um, like they, they started to have people do it in the mall. Like kids would go to the mall and go like from store to store trick-or-treating yep. <clears throat> but it's like how is the stranger at Foot Locker any safer than the stranger lives down the road it's like it's still a stranger they could still be just as dangerous it doesn't make any sense nah, that know? was just like a false thing that they could get people to go to the mall and spend to go to the fucking money. mall and spend money yeah, yeah. I think it was um, I think it was oh. also like you know like, like that too where the parents were like well this way I could walk around and look at uh, porn and cigars like they used to have Brazier's. in the mall exactly. Buy, buy those condoms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Side note, I watched uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge um, oh, yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Um, okay, so I want to read another passage from here. Uh, this um, is also a Halloween-related urban legend that's in this book, and I thought it was uh-huh. pretty cool. Um, and it's called... Dan, Dan has left us. He has to step away. That's all right. He can come listen. He's got he's got a Warhammer checkup to do. Um, <clears throat> so this book, uh, this this uh, urban legend is called Sex in Disguise, sometimes referred to as the Halloween party and sex with the wrong partner. This story circulates via photocopy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It tells of a married couple. Oh my God. So this is like the revenge of the nerds like thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. It tells of a married couple who have rented costumes to wear to a neighbor's party. The husband has not seen his wife's costume. And after he is dressed and ready to go, she informs him she has a splitting headache and does not feel up to it. She urges him to go without her. And he does. An hour later, having taken an aspirin and a nap, the wife feels fine again and decides to put her costume on and go to the party. There she spots her husband in costume and without identifying herself, dances and flirts with him. Eventually, they end up in an upstairs bedroom having sex, still without unmasking. The wife leaves first and is back in bed where the husband returns home. She's very curious about how he will describe his night out. When she asks him how he enjoyed the party, he says, I never danced at all. Some of the other guys were stag too, and we just went to the den and played poker all night. But the guy who borrowed my costume had a hell of a good time. <laughs> a variation of this theme tells of two married couples on a camping trip. Each, I think this is awesome. Each, this, is, this could be a married with children episode. Each couple in a separate tent, the husbands decide to switch tents and try out each other's wives. Unaware the wives had already switched tents on their own. Thus, each man ends up with their own wife. Al Bundy's Whoa. worst nightmare, dude. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like uh, the, like that anyone would believe that any of those things would happen is hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, like you, you clearly know when it's not your your spouse like you i don't care how similar they are if they're wearing a similar costume have somewhat similar build you know you know um and uh yeah i said revenge of the nerds because <laughs> i said revenge of the nerds because like in in the end of revenge of the nerds that one guy's wearing the the mask and like the girl thinks it's her boyfriend and he essentially rapes her <laughs> i mean you know it's uh you know because he's keeps the mask on the whole time you know and pretends that he's he's the other guy well it was a different time <laughs> For yeah. any, anyway, anyway, yeah. um, if I can end on one um, other, uh, just one single solitary final one that mm-hmm. is a Halloween related, at least I think. I want to hear about the roasted baby. <laughs> this yeah. is funny. This does have to do with babies. Uh, this is called this. This urban legend, I thought, was like just just down the middle, our alley. Like this is what we would the three of us would enjoy. The secret ingredient. In the 1970s and 80s, the story spread, especially among fundamentalist Christian groups in the United States, that collagens taken from the fetuses of aborted babies were being used in the manufacture of cosmetics. It was claimed that these youth-preserving products depended upon the slaughter of millions of unborn babies annually in foreign countries, and that the resulting beauty products were sold widely in the United States. 
The flood of pamphlets, letters, and newspapers and broadcast talk shows made the secret ingredient claim became so great that in 1985, the Food and Drug Administration issued a statement denying the rumors and stories and explaining that while protein substances are sometimes collected from placentas or from animals, there is no use of human fetuses as a source uh, as documented, either in the United States or abroad. Prodded by readers, the advice columnist Ann Landers wrote three. Ann com- Landers. Yeah, yeah. She's a boring old bitty. Ha! Ah! Uh, Ann Landers columns debunking the secret ingredient story in 1985. Her conclusion the story lacked a shred of truth and was unadulterated garbage, probably succeeded in killing the claims for good. So Ann Landers did some good. All right. So that was, that was my. The boring old bitty. <laughs> I never had another drink again. <laughs> I was more animal than man. <laughs> so anyway, that I, I, this book is actually pretty cool. And it's got a lot of like it, it as you're reading it, it'll be like, if this, then that, like, cause it's like reference to, to this part of the book, to this part of the book. So yeah, I just read a couple of them just to get us in the Halloween mood, but I might bring this back for a couple of things. Like there's good, like things like Bart Simpson acid. For instance, that's that's one of the the, the topics. Okay, uh, can I'm, I'm sorry, but could you go ahead and read with the Bart Simpson acid for us? <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, I've, yeah. I I want to know about the Bart. I remember because I, I remember in the '90s the the Felix the cat acid was a huge thing, but is but I never had Bart Simpson acid, so I'm curious. Like, I want to know. All right, we're gonna read it. Okay, this is um, also. Bart Simpson acid, also known as blue star acid. Here, bogus warnings circulated in typescript, photocopied, and printed form warn that a form of tattoo called blue star is being sold or given to school children, and each star is soaked with LSD. The warning flyers claim that LSD can be absorbed simply by handling the tattoos and that some of them are laced with strychnine. The designs on the sheets are said to be the size of a pencil eraser and may include images of blue stars, butterflies, Superman, Mickey Mouse, Bart Simpson, or other characters. Symptoms of exposure to these tattoos are said to include severe vomiting, uncontrolled laughter, (laughs) and mood changes. So so tripping on acid, basically. Presumably, the greatest danger comes when children use the printed designs as lick and stick tattoos. Readers of the warnings are urged to post and distribute copies of the flyer since young lives have already been taken. Sometimes the warnings are reproduced in the letterheads of schools, companies, churches, daycare centers and the like. And there are often allusions to a supposed authority issuing the flyers. We have been informed dot dot dot. Even the names of hospitals, spokespersons who have allegedly issued warnings, the excessive use of capital letters, exclamation marks, boldface and other typographical devices used in flyers as amateur and unofficial publications, Mm. blah, blah, blah. So basically, like the rest of this is just saying that, you know, this was this is basically like a schoolyard like ah, those those fucking lick and stick tattoos have lsd in them and they have strychnine no shit (laughs) you know it's just that's one yeah it's just this is a silly silly thing yeah but it's funny though because like like uh topically like is is like a a poor way to like ingest any kind of substance to do it topically like through your skin 
you yeah. know i mean you can like if you touch acid you can get effects from it sure but um but yeah it's like who would who would do that like who would waste so much of the product by putting it in a topical form it does make sense yeah it, it, yeah, it doesn't and, and like those are like also stories back in the day i remember where they're like if you just touch the liquid acid you'll go crazy like <laughs> smash cut to me in my dorm just like dripping it into my eyeball like straight mm-hmm. like come on it, th- those are just like uh you know they're old uh wives yeah, they're just old wives tales i mean if if you are like touching acid and like and like you know in its pure form you can absorb it and still get high but yeah you're not gonna like it, go yeah but it's not like that. some instant thing where it's like no i I do love like um grow a beard and shit yeah right i do love in in uh i know you're not a fan but i do love the movie mandy where he meets the chemist and the chemist is making like the black skull acid and he's just like bare hands, just moving it, moving the sheets around in these in that this cool, pool man. of it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like yeah, this guy is like permanently insane because he's just doing that all day. All you know, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah, but um, but those are my uh, things. Those are my those are my readings of the ridiculous very good. kind very good very nice um They're, they I are had accept- something else to say but i feel like we should just probably move on because i forgot what it was okay <laughs> well then we'll move right into our topic it actually was a good segue with all the halloween stuff because our topic is one two three four halloween Ooh la la oh halloween i mean <clears throat> Halloween. Halloween. Tis it's the season, dude. Time. It absolutely it is. is. It's, the, it's the most wonderful time of the year for us horror fans. Truly uh, is. I was, I was very excited. It's actually like cold out here now. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. You know, mm. it was like I took Bear on a walk earlier and it was like 59 degrees at like nice. three in the afternoon. I was very happy. I love it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure it's chilled down to a, a a, a, a brisk 95 where you are john wayne <laughs> man i gotta say like uh living in the desert it actually does get cooler at night anyway it does like it does naturally but like yeah. we are in like a starting to cool down now so it like yeah. uh, especially like this weekend at that music festival it was very cool and nice to be outside at night because we didn't go till night and we're not going out in the yeah. day fucking plebeian day walker uh but like and then plus when i let the dogs out like ass early in the morning it's it's like nice and brisk and so we're we're moving into that too in this in this desert area but yes it yeah. still is like a hundred or and it, no i don't think it broke a hundred today i think we're starting no, to get, i don't think it oh, broke a hundred today yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you know, know what i mean searing your no, flesh there is no bigger like temperature difference uh than it is like out west like between night and day it's crazy how much colder it gets. Like yeah, not yeah. just in not just in the desert, but like in California, California. too. I was out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was at a vineyard and like having dinner Washington. and I was yeah, I was I was out um at a vineyard having dinner and you know, it was daylight when we went in and everything, and it was it was warm, it was fine. We came out at night and it was like absolutely freezing absolutely fucking freezing and it takes a lot to make me cold but i remember that and being just being stunned by how it dropped like 40 degrees well dude like i i was just at my mom's like you know shouts out mom um in august and it was like nighttime and it was 
cold enough to like wear a sweater and shit. Like it was. But she's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, she's in the mountains of Pennsylvania. So like, so she was. She's getting there too, dude. You know. Yeah. um, It's beautiful. It's cooling off here. Very happy. Time. What a time. You go. You go to the stores. You see all the Halloween shit. All the Halloween shit. I went spirit of Halloween. I went to a spirit just yesterday, just because I could, just because mm-hmm. it makes me happy to go to them. Yeah. I went to one. I I bought a couple of magnets. That's all I bought. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, mag- magnums. Oh, ma- magnets. No, no. Oh, sorry. No. I- <laughs> Brought to no, you I- by Baby Sun High. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I got a cool- for your little erection. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So I got two magnets. I was looking for stuff for my my costume this year, but I couldn't find anything I could use at all. Mm-hmm. But I did find some cool, scary magnets that I bought because I'm cool. I'm hip. That's cool. That's yeah, magnets, fridge magnets, far oh. out, man. <laughs> looking forward to seeing them next time I come come to your lair. I, I know. I I, that's, I can't wait for you to see them. <laughs> it's like it's all I can think about. That. <laughs> Have you seen the magnets? Yeah. Huh? Made some huh? cobbler. Made a little cobbler. A little cobbler. Well, speaking of Halloween, uh, this would be a, an apt time for Dan and I to bring up the fact that uh, the obituaries, issue number two, uh, which we, we put out issue number one. It was a very big success. We're very yeah. happy about that. Right How beautiful. He's got one right there. Um, issue number two is coming out. Uh, and and it's, it's by the time that this airs, it'll be coming out in just like a day or two. And it is our Halloween special. So you got three brand new stories, never before released, not available anywhere else by myself and Dan and Aaron Beauregard. Um, we have uh, three brand new stories and it's actually, some of them are a little bit longer than the first issue. So this is going to be a nice thick uh, issue of the obituaries. So yeah, check this, it out. Go ahead, Dan. If this if this book was fucking, it would definitely be using magnums. That's how definitely thick it is. it's yeah. definitely thicker than the first one. Yes, it is. Uh, well, if it bought liquor at the speakeasy up the street from me, it could fish one out of the fishbowl when you yeah. when you're paying at the counter. So, yeah, but nice. how, how so how how do you get this this issue and how many like it's limited and stuff, right? Like, how do people? Get it, it? it is. It's going to be limited to four hundred copies. Uh, it will be signed by all three authors. Uh, and you'll be able to get them exclusively at our websites. So abhorror.com, trianahorror.com, and danieljvolpehorror.com, <laughs> yes. which is the longest possible uh, website he yes. could come up with. <laughs> yeah, I, I compensate sometimes, so I needed a nice, long, long <laughs> website. That's all right, man. That's yes. all right. All right, listen. <laughs> It's okay. And I'm sure, and and we'll link it in the show notes, um, links to all three of you guys' sites. And then I'm sure you guys will be blasting this out as it's coming up. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we have a Halloween Halloween costume party. We are. We're going to, we're going to launch the book and we're, we're all going to be in costume. So that's going to be really cool. Cool. And also, big shouts out to Nick Justice for the awesome artwork that he did on the cover and interior illustrations, which were excellent. That cover is, um, I mean, you guys will be able to see this when it comes out. Mm-hmm. It, the cover's really badass. We've gotten a lot it of uh, a lot of likes on that, a lot of uh, high praise for it. So Nick Justice Art, killing it. Yeah, yeah. You can you can check him out at that. That's actually what, uh, his name, Nick Justice Art. If you're looking him up online, uh, yeah. For those of you who liked the first one, he did the the cover art for the first one. But this time, he does the cover art and all the interior illustrations. Uh, yeah, he's he's awesome. My interior illustration has a penis in it. 
So it does uh, for anybody a bare fleshy penis. So you were you were you were uh, no pun intended. You were pushing hard for that, <laughs> um, and you were also pushing hard for there to be penises in all of the illustrations. Which I thought was a little weird, but yeah. Um, but we talked you down to one, and Just it's one, a good, yeah. and it's a good. Why one. is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christopher. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, seemed a little, little strange. But, well, I mean, uh, it's not. Would it be strange if there was boobies in all three of them? I think there. Do we have any boobies? No, we had boobies in the last one. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I don't think there's. Yeah, there's no boobies in in this one. No. no. Sorry, John Lane. But there is dong. dong Somebody hangs yes. dong. Yes. Cool. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. That's I like that. It's not, it's not sexy though. No. <laughs> that's that's do don't don't unless don't you have tell a very what, particular tell me what don't tell me what sexy is. I'll tell you whatever I want to tell you. Oh, yeah, I guess, <clears throat> Mister Mr. Man. All right, so yeah, so that's one exciting thing this Halloween. Uh, another exciting thing is, <laughs> and I'm being way facetious here, is uh, Halloween ends comes out <laughs> uh john wayne and i were both not a fan of the last two I, halloweens so when does that come out that oh i don't la- know the last soon. abortion of this fucking i know right yeah. uh, sometime soon well sometime soon it's finally finally going to come out and uh jesus christ i hope it's the last one that they what we're speaking <laughs> of make. is the new halloween um how what, what was it halloween lives halloween dies halloween no it, it, was, it was it was they take well they called the they did something that i hate like hollywood if you're listening stop doing this stop making a sequel yeah and hollywood just give, no you're and listening stop, <laughs> stop making a sequel and just and calling it the same and just name. calling it the same fucking name as the original you know, like just Ghostbusters, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween. Who are it's, you, Led Zeppelin, Hollywood? Get over it. Yeah. So then, so now we have to say Halloween 2018. Yeah, you know, when we're talking about that, we have to specify. No, fuck you. So that. But one anyway, they, they, that one's Halloween, and then it's Halloween Kills, and now it's Halloween Ends. Um, yeah. Can't so, end fast enough, if you ask me. I'm. I'd be happy for them to make other Halloween movies, but they need to stop with the whole Laurie Strode. Uh, Halloween thing because they've done it in various different ways, the various different timelines and storylines, and it's just it just it, it just needs to end. It's not good, you know. It, it hasn't been good for a long time. I mean, that's what we think, and I I, I know like long time listeners of the show know that you and I def like the, as the few things we agree on the new Halloweens not liking them. Um, yeah, we we will die on that hill. I think. Yeah, we will. We um, really don't like them. Uh, but like, <clears throat> Dan, do you have any opinion on this? You know, you're you're you, you can offer it. We may Dan doesn't watch. It. Dan doesn't watch <laughs> movies. Me? Dan doesn't watch movies. What is he too busy reading Warhammer? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I I did not see the new Halloween. Like, like Chris said, I'm. Are I'm you not really? What's happening? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <clears throat> Definitely. That's all right. But, uh, are, I um. I do like Halloween, but I've really, I'm not a big fan of sequels in general. Um, I try not to really watch a lot of them. I know that's probably shitty because I'm sure there are some really good sequels out there. But for the this most is part, like a, a reimagine. This is like a reboot, like a re something, right? Or well, like well, a, no, it's it's just it's sequels. It's just sequels. Oh, that's to the right, because it takes place like later. Yeah, but yeah, they already want- did this. That's the that's the thing that that really kills me is they already I, did this 20 Simpsons years ago with Halloween. No, they already did it 20 years ago with with Halloween H2O and Resurrection. 
Mm-hmm. And then they were like, nah, we'll just pretend like that never happened and we'll do it again. You know? Yeah. Uh, whoever course, came up yeah. with the term retcon can, they're to blame. Yeah. It's, it's a complete another mess. No, <laughs> no storyline in movie history is more screwed up and has muddled. more tangents and more yeah. muddled. Thank you. That's the perfect word. None of it is more muddled than Halloween. the Halloween. Yeah. Between like the first, um, like the first six are all one storyline, except for part three, which is its own thing completely. And then you've got like the H2O and all of that. And then you've mm-hmm. got Rob Zombie's ones. And then you've got these ones. It's like, it's a complete and utter mess. It's like you, you, you need like, um, you, you need an expert like me to be sitting with you and explain to you, like if you're going to try to wake your way through it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nutty. It's nutty. I think the newest Halloween that I've seen was uh, Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, at that one, I was like, all right, I think I'm done. After yeah, that was Thorn and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. That was the Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, Jesus, like 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Dan, yeah. so do you not watch horror movies or, or movies in general? Or are you like, I, what, so what I, I Chris, do like Chris said, like you, you made a comment like you don't. And now I want you to. Oh, I'm teasing him because he does like any movie you bring up. He hasn't seen it. Um, he hasn't I seen Co- he hasn't seen Cobra, which is a sin. As as you yeah, like right, it's a sin, right, John Wayne? He hasn't Bat- seen Cobra. Did you see Bat Pussy? <laughs> well, no actually, one, actually no when you guys that. when you guys mention it on here, I did go on a particular website and looked it up. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I had to. <laughs> so yes, I, I have seen snippets Thank of that, you. but. That's fantastic. I love hearing that. I love hearing that, that like, that someone heard that show and had to go see that. Just the flaccid penis was just being sucked, right? Like the tappy (laughs) pull, the tappy pull. I thought there was an old man in there with a hook. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) See, we're making a difference, dude. We're making a difference. We are. That, that, like, I was thinking about this being the last episode, but now. Now I realize we're doing God's work. <laughs> you are. Uh, yes. No. So I, uh, I don't watch a lot of horror movies because my wife hates them. She's actually terrified by them. So most of my free time is either spent reading or writing. And then when I go home from work, the kids have the TV and cause they're monsters. And um, even if I wanted to watch it, my wife was there and she's not going to watch it. And at night we usually watch whatever rubbish Netflix show we're watching. And uh that's it. So I do have some free time. I will watch some horror movies. I'm trying to trying to go back and watch like some of the older ones. Like I just watched Maniac for the first time uh, a couple of months the, ago. The original, yeah, with uh, that fucking like Ron Jeremy Joe, looking dude. Yeah, Joe Spinell. Yeah, my dude, man. Uh, just, he, I felt sweaty watching. Yeah, him. he he, he always he's, he just he has like a layer of grease on him at all times. It's disgusting. Yeah, he's yeah. like the hey, most disgusting guy. As as Nick P would say, wetter is better. And yeah, that's a, that's a case of that. Well, he, um, I love in that movie how we're supposed to believe that Caroline Monroe is into him. I yeah. love that. <laughs> it's like she is this classically gorgeous babe. She was a Bond girl, and you're, we are supposed to believe that she has any interest in Joe Spinell, yeah. who's like the ugliest man in cinema history. Your disbelief, dude. It gives hope to the rest of us, but like the scene where you <laughs> so. <laughs> When he shoots the guy with a shotgun, like that's just a great, great yeah. scene. Yeah, he shoots uh, Tom Savini, and uh, oh Tom yeah, Zavini that's a classic death. Dude. That's a yeah, yeah that's a classic. Yeah. And and Savini did the effects. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. great. His head yeah. blows up. Yeah, that that movie's a horror masterpiece. I'm glad you watched it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, you know, it, I mean, I say this 
not not super enthusiastically, but I will say the the Maniac remake is actually pretty good. Uh, the one they did with Elijah Wood. With the, oh yeah, I haven't watched it. It is. It's surprisingly good. Uh, there is one gimmick to it that I don't really care for. It's like a lot of the movie, uh, most of the movie, you're you're seeing through his eyes. It's like from his POV, which is mm. kind of gimmicky and annoying. Uh, mm. But you get used to it, and the uh, the movie is definitely does not pull its punches. It's very brutal, and and the gore is top notch. Uh, and there's like some really cringeworthy moments where it's so intensely brutal and unpleasant. So yeah, I, I did like, and the music's really good. It has this kind of Carpenter esque kind of score to it so it's it's worth checking out i like it it's one of the few horror remakes that i genuinely liked so and uh what did i watch recently i watched in- the incantation um, i wasn't wasn't bad it was a uh I, I don't know if it was japanese no it was korean it was a korean movie a found footage kind of um in this like weird village kind of thing it was okay and I tried watching Raw, the French French movie, and I just oh yeah, it's was, yeah. Raw was really disappointing to me as well. Um, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I expected it to be more of a cannibalism movie, mm-hmm. and there it has that element, but it's but it's very slight, and it's very slow. So yeah, I was disappointed in Raw as well. But yeah, I'm totally getting into the Halloween spirit myself, and watching, um, you know, like just watching horror movies, even though I do that all the time. Anyway, I always amp it up this time of year uh and i've been actually like i mentioned um uh dr fives i mentioned that uh earlier in the show and you know like i was revisiting not that one but i was revisiting some vincent price um the other night took a couple of edibles and watched the last man on earth which is uh, a great vincent price film and it remains to me the 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 best um film adaptation of i am legend which is yeah okay you, you you know what i'm talking about Charlie. yeah i think um, i was gonna say we did touch i think we talked about this a little bit on our first time we talked about halloween when the show first started yeah we both probably. like agree with that because like i i have that also in like one of those like 91 vampire movie collection right. and like right. it's, it's in there and it's like one of the rare gems that is in this like collection dollar yeah. 99 or whatever <laughs> yeah i don't i like i i think that no movie has really come close to the the majesty that is Richard Matheson's novel, um, because that's such a masterpiece. But mm. um, but I think The Last Man on Earth is the best of the three. <clears throat> um, and then Omega Man would probably be the second best, because uh, it's just, but it's so campy and it's such a carnival of a movie. Yeah. Uh, but then I, I really, really, really dislike the Will Smith movie. Um, so, but uh, <clears throat> I have also... Uh, watched something new. I watched a, a movie that's been getting talked about a lot. Uh, it's called uh, Speak No Evil, and it's a Dutch, uh, or well, it, it's it's Dutch and Dan- Danish film. I don't know. It's one or the other. It's like these these you know, one family is from one country, one family is from another country. So I forget exactly where everybody's from. But anyway, foreign film, but uh, English speaking, and uh, it it. It was getting a lot of talk, you know, it's, it's a Shutter exclusive. It was getting a lot of talk about how, like, transgressive the content is. And it is. Uh, there are so, there are some things where you're, you watch it, you go, holy shit, I can't believe they just did that. And it has a cool kind of twist to it. However, it's one of those movies, one of those horror movies, where the protagonists continuously do 
the stupidest possible thing where you're yelling at the screen, like, why are you doing that? Why don't you run? Why don't you get in the car? Why don't you do this? Like to the, to the 10th power. I've never in my life seen characters that were as infuriatingly stupid in their decisions as the protagonist in Speak No Evil to the point where it ruined the movie for me. I'm like, I want these people to die because wow. they're so stupid. They're endangering their child with their stupid decisions. Uh, I, I absolutely like it was infuriating. It ruined the movie, even though the movie's well done, well, well acted, has kind of a cool concept. I found it completely unrealistic and unbelievable that anyone would be this dumb. So it's my hot take. On so do you movie. recommend you recommend it then or uh... <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's it's not a it's not that it's bad. It's it's, it's well done. And the story is kind of cool, but like they, they ruin it by making the, the protagonist so unbelievably ridiculous in the things that they choose to do. Well, that aside, it, it being the Halloween season, I did want to ask, like, you know, Dan, Chris and I, you know, we've been doing the show for a little while. We've been friends for a bit. We talk about our Halloween traditions. I've seen, um, you know, Chris's Halloween basement. And uh, where everything lies. My, and you've seen my penis. You've seen that's my penis. what you call it still, right? The Halloween yeah. basement. Well, that's what I call my asshole. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, and then around the corner, it's the steeple and all the people, right? Like, uh, yeah, right, so. right. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> but uh, Dan, do you, you know, you, you mentioned you have kids, you know, you have a wife. Do do you have. And you have our condolences. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you probably hear them yelling and running around upstairs. John Wayne's falling out of his chair laughing. Broken. <laughs> I was trying to be nice this one time. <laughs> this one time. <laughs> God damn it. Absolutely. It's always going to be one of us has to ruin everything. You, know? uh, it's always one of us. you do have our condolences, but Thank do you. you have any like kind of Halloween traditions that you do? Uh, are your kids into Halloween? Like you, you said, your 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 wife doesn't necessarily like horror movies, but uh, do you guys have any Halloween traditions or, or, or celebrate Halloween in any specific way? Um, so fun fact about me, my birthday is actually the day before Halloween. So we always that kind of that is a that's yeah. a fact. I'm not I don't know how fun it is, but it's factual. It's it's fun. Oh, it's fun. Trust okay, me. Okay, fine. All right. Uh, in the, I in trust the year you. of our Lord nineteen eighty five. I was uh, I was birth screaming into this world. Mm. Um, but yeah, so my kids they do they do like Halloween. They love it, and I find my youngest one like because I have two girls. She is more into like the scary stuff. So this year she's like, I want to go as like a a broken bloody doll. She's like, I want you to paint cool. my face all bloody and like with gore and stuff on it. And I'm like, all right. And last year, for you, she Take, last takes year. after her old man. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the older one, she'll, she'll do some of that stuff, but not to that extent. My, my, my little one's like, yeah, he's like, uh, ever died. Yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. That's that's yeah, a great impression. Like, yeah. Like a, like a, like a Valley girl, like a Valley girl. <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. But um, you live in the valley, right? I thought, yeah, the, the valley yeah. of New York, yeah. valley New York Valley, yeah, uh, NYV, yeah, it's New a beautiful place. But um, now nah, we do all the you know the, the trick or treating and stuff, we go out and um, I pillage their candy when we get back and make sure I have to check it for yeah. the blue, blue star, of course, of course, and check for those Bart Simpson tattoos, Bart Simpson acid tattoos, <laughs> yes, yeah. like you do, like you do. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, as an adult now, we really don't have anything too crazy. Like I said, I'll, I will usually generally on Halloween night when everybody goes to bed and uh, I will stay up and leave cookies out for Michael Myers and I'll usually watch <laughs> Halloween and, <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, I usually will watch Halloween every year, but, um, yeah, we do the trick or treating and stuff, uh, during COVID, uh, that, in that 2020 year, we end up doing a really nice Halloween party for just like my nieces and nephews and my kids and just immediate family, which, Actually, it was very nice to the point where the kids like we want to do this every year, but it cost us a lot of money because we kind of went bigger than we should have because we wanted to make it special for them. But um, um, I like to scare people and my wife and kids don't like to be scared. So it's it's a very love hate relationship. So like you can ask I'm the oldest of four kids. So my siblings got the ever living shit scared out of them for their entire lives until I moved out. And I enjoyed it every second, like masks and then hovering over them while they're sleeping and smack them in the head to wake them up and just, just ter- terrifying. Is that, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Thing. I think this is like yeah. borderlining like off of scaring into like just bullying. Just harassment. Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I, I raised them into fine young men, my little brothers, but uh, you, you, ter- you terrorize What do they them? do now? Yes. Well, they're in prison. Okay. <laughs> they are more successful now because of that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, uh, Dude, that, that's interesting. Like, so I just want to ask another trick or treat question because, uh, you know, Chris and I, we don't traffic in the trick or treat, uh, you know, realm any, any further. Um, well, but what, what, what I think what you mean is we don't live where people trick or treat. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. So yeah, um, I would, I would happily hand out candy if kids came to my, my right. house in the it, middle of the woods. But it <laughs> yeah. seems that. It, the the trick or treating actually has d- diminished to me because like so I'm I am twice divorced so the first wife where I lived uh it was like the neighborhood where like they just come dump a like a fucking butt like two vans of kids like to come trick or treat in the neighborhood type of thing mm. and it was cool like because we you know gave out a bunch of candy that's fine then I then the next like. Uh, life I had I was across just across that that neighborhood in the neighborhood that's like directly across the main street and it was a little I guess like lower or whatever than that one and like barely anybody would come and trick-or-treat mm-hmm. at our house then yeah and like it all depends where, where I live at. now if you, yeah. you if you come to my house I'm probably gonna beat you with a baseball bat if you knock on yeah. the door so there's no trick-or-treating here but yeah. is it uh Dan, like as you have kids that are trick or treating, like you do you have an area that your neighborhood is cool or do you guys go like to a place and like we're going to you, the mall. if you yeah, if you tell me you go to the mall, we are no longer friends. <laughs> we don't fucking go to the mall. I would never I would never subject my kids to that. I want the yeah. fear of getting hit by cars and uh, yes. we need it, we need it all. Uh yeah, degenerate dude. teenagers running around throwing things at you and you know, using obscene that's, language. That's Halloween, man. Like it's not a it's not even just about like the candy and the costumes. It's about the experience of being out in the streets at night and everything. Like that's part yeah. of Halloween. Yeah, yes. that was you, part I'm of the big fun. Yeah. I'm glad you bring this up, Chris, because um being out in the streets and this big fun, this is uh this was a something we um had uh I would say you and I, Chris, we had a discussion. Uh, about in our first like uh, Halloween um, set, oh, yeah, yeah. set of topics, and I want to see where Dan falls in on this. Now, it, it, you know, it's trick or treat. Time. Yeah, I gotta bring trick, up this old trick argument. or treat. <clears throat> so there was a time like I would go around with some of my friends, and we would smash all of the pumpkins, 
in the neighborhood that people left out on their um on their doorstep uh after halloween time and would smash them and it was fun chris says that this is not fun i think it is where do you fall on this dan volpe we want to know <laughs> um I, I won't admit to any any vandalism things that i've oh, done okay um, okay fine but allegedly, allegedly. let no, him speak i um the, the smashing pumpkins thing was never really fun to me usually because they were just rotten disgusting husks i was more of like the eggs and toilet paper kind of kid but um the smashing pumpkins thing i never really i never really got into that i'm sorry john wayne disappoint you i could see the look of disappointment I'm not disappointed. The reason, the reason I'm not disappointed. I, it's a re, maybe it's a regional thing. The reason I think it sucks is because, like, I I get like the throwing the toilet paper and the eggs and all that stuff. That's just like general teenager shittiness, yeah. you know. Like we've all done that kind of stuff. You know, I certainly did vandalize things when I was young. But when it comes to smashing the pumpkins, it's like that's like you know, that that's like to me is like an an attack on kids in a way because it's like. Usually, like, you know, if you're making a, the, the pumpkin, it's usually like the parents with their kids and they make it and everything. So it's like, you know, it'd be like, I mean, how would you feel if like, you, you know, your daughters made a pumpkin they really liked and then like you go out to trick or treat and you come back on Halloween night and it's all smashed to shit and they're upset, you know, yeah. to me, it's just it's just like a shitty, like immature, like bullying, like it's like a cowardly bullying, like, haha, I did this, but you can't do anything about it because you didn't catch me. And I smashed something that that you I smashed something that you worked hard on and were happy about. You know, that's that that to me is just kind of lame and and shitty. Now you do it as a teenager. I get it. Teenagers do lame, shitty things. But to try to defend it as a grown man, I think is is a bit ridiculous. Yeah, we do carve pumpkins every year. So that would uh, I I do agree with you in that sense, because like my kids, we get three pumpkins, they carve two of them, and usually I will work on one of them, and they get very proud, they take pictures with them, and they put them outside. So mm. if somebody did come over and smash them, I probably wouldn't be thrilled. Mm. Right. But I have right. a lot of cameras and dogs, so uh, they probably nice. wouldn't get far. But, nice. but let me ask you this, though. <laughs> um, would you rather it be like October 31st, Halloween is over, you're in bed, you're, every, your daughter's in bed, four o'clock in the morning, some teenagers come and smash that com- pumpkin and it's gone and you have to be like, oh, somebody smashed it. I'm so sorry. Or do you want to have to hold on to that rotting fucking pumpkin for like the next two weeks while your daughters are like, no, daddy, don't throw it away. It's still good. So you tell me, I think I solved the problem for a lot of well, them. Yeah, your, your reasoning is absolutely fucking retarded. Thank but, you. It is. Uh, no, it's <laughs> absolutely. No, it's absolutely the right reasoning. <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty good about it because honestly if you came on november 1st and fucking powerbomb that thing in the driveway they'd probably want to be outside and watch um, that, well, would, it is would, it is november 1st it's after midnight they, they probably wouldn't care i mean i guess prior i'm to not Halloween, coming dude we didn't come like the 27th and like throw everyone's fucking shit around this was halloween night afterwards you're like hanging out and it's called and your honor you know what i'll end this and i'll i'll end my thing and i'll just say like i I, ref- I defer to the statute of trick or treat, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what trick or treat means. It, it, trick or treat means give me a treat or else you're going to get a trick. You're just tricking. Like you're not giving them the option for, to give you a treat. We actually right. threw trick one comes of our, first. We actually threw one of our jack o' lanterns in like the weeds and like the mm-hmm. side yard and actually grew an entire like pumpkin plant. Oh, and shit. I'm like, and it started the Great Chicago Fire. It so did, there. and then everything burned. It was terrible. It stunk. 
But, That's uh, so cool, though, that like it just naturally grew a pumpkin patch. <laughs> yeah, we saw like this vines. I'm like, what the fuck are these vines? And I'm like digging through the, the weeds. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a, you know, like a cantaloupe sized pumpkin in there. I'm like, That's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is really cool. Some creature ate it. Do you guys get the pumpkins and like bake the uh, the seeds? I do. I do it every year. And then I eat about six of them. And then they sit on the counter. And then my wife throws them <laughs> out after like a couple of weeks. She's like, are you going to fucking eat these things? And I'm like, no, probably not. And then I throw She throws them. I, out. I See, love I them. Come, I will come into your house and flip those <laughs> trays of seeds over onto the floor. And you won't even have to worry about the. You, you could yep. be like. Oh, you made him. I would have ate him, but uh, yeah. wife doesn't have to throw <laughs> him out. He's, he'll think he's so cool doing no, it. Oh, I'm doing you a favor, man. <laughs> edgy, yeah, so edgy. Um, <laughs> no, you know, like I love, I love them when they're like fresh out of the oven. They're warm. That's like it's yeah. awesome. But um, but what a pain in the ass it is to even do it. Like to try to like separate them from the guts. It takes for for it feels like it takes a thousand years to to, to yeah. do it. You know, I can I can go to the deli and buy a bag of them for a dollar. They're right. heavily salted. And... No, they're way too salty. Right. Right. Yeah. All every time. It's horrible. Terrible yeah. is what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a crime against humanity, but they're yeah. still they're still edible. Yeah, you can only eat like three, though, and then you get then your blood pressure skyrockets. You know? Yeah. And then you get an erection and then you need a what Fucking is it to stick me? it in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how you smash a pumpkin, John. It is. <laughs> Helps it grow. Yeah. He just, he just any likes other because... uh, Halloween traditions that you guys want to talk about. <laughs> he, he just he just likes smashing pumpkins because like that's his favorite band of all time. That's oh, what it well, really Billy is. Billy Corgan. He has a yeah. striking resemblance to Billy Corgan. Who does he though? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Not not I mean, one of my favorite with, bands. The, I do like them. They're you're okay. one of the ones. You're the one with the shaved head, Dan. I know. So, yeah. Um, not one of my favorite th- bands. Not right. Why I like Smashing Pumpkins? I just thought it was cool. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, Chaos, man. Chaos, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So, what are your like, Dan? You spoke a little bit about what you guys are are planning to do, but uh, John Wayne, do you have Halloween plans this year yet, or are you not sure yet? I don't know where I'm going to be. Um, yeah. I think I'm here. Uh, I got I did get an offer to go to Houston, Houston, Houston to like Corey Feldman's band was going to play and like to open oh, to, to vend to vend at the show. Dude, you got to go. Corey Feldman's band. Right, Corey and the, the Angels. One, it's a one day like thing. I can't just go to Houston for one day, like or whatever. It's one day with uh, Corey. I know, dude, but I had to turn it down. So I don't know where I'll be exactly. I might be here. I might dude. be like somewhere. Um, dude, I, I yeah, can't. Dude. Hey, hey, sometimes that... the best weapon you have is saying no. I just can't believe that you would that you would pass on a Corey event. Yeah, fucking Corey, dude. Like a Corey hotline. Yeah, Corey. The Corys have been such a big part of this show. I know they have. The Corys need to come with a bigger pocketbook to make me come down for one fucking day. Yeah, there I we understand. go. So I understand. the Corys I'm, can do that. I I I also wouldn't go. So I'm not scolding you because I also wouldn't go. But I'm at the same time saddened. You know what I mean? We're all sad. We're all, we're all we're, sad. Well, that's obvious. We're all, we're sad, all, yeah. we're all yeah. sad. Sad, pathetic men. Yeah. Sad. 
but uh, I'm not sure where I am, dude. I know I'm on the road for like, I'm home only for like this. I'm going to leave on Monday to start driving to Baltimore. Like by at this record, this will be in the past, but I'm about to hit the road probably on Monday. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm, but, but, but I'm set. I'm so excited. I'm excited about Halloween. Cause I love it. Are you going to dress up as anything? Yeah. I think that Scarlett and I want to do like a Sid and Nancy type of thing. Oh, that'd be cool. So how would uh, people even know you're dressed up though? Like you guys dress that way anyway. It's because we're badass. I, know. Uh, I don't know. I, I have to think about it. Maybe I didn't mean it in a derogatory way. I was just saying. I, you're I know. No, I know you. Rock, didn't. I, you know? You're right. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. Maybe it would have to be like a. I mean, you guys would have to change your Nancy. hair. That could be. Yeah, that would be cool. That. that would be cool. But uh, you guys would have to like do stuff to your hair, though. You'd have to change your hair. It's You'd true. have to get a wig. Yeah, because like. She'd have to be blonde and I'd have to be. You'd have to have the spiky brunette. black hair. Yeah. yeah. You have to have oh, those, those spikes. So maybe she could be Sid and I could just be Nancy. That would be great. <laughs> be, that, that would be way easier. That'd be way easier. That would be really funny, actually. Yeah, you should do that. Now, that was one of the costume ideas we kicked around. Um, but I'm sure we'll come up with something. Like, uh, well, doing a dead version of them would be kind of funny. You could have syringes sticking out of your arms and shit, you know? I guess, but like, um, it's a lot of effort. Oh, right. I know how you hate effort. <laughs> I, I don't hate effort, but it's just like, ah, I got to make syringes stick out of my arms, dude. Come uh, on. Uh, man. Can I be the regular version? You know, um, you can be whatever you want. That's the beauty of Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. It is. It is the beauty of Halloween. So, and I'm excited. Like, I've already got people sending me uh, a bunch of pictures of sh like different decorations scarlet is a big halloween person as well so like, i thought you were going to be like i thought you were about to like, say i'm sorry i thought you were about to say i've gotten so many people send me invites you know like 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 bragging like feel like so man i've been inside just so many parties you know. so many invites <laughs> so many so many dick pic invites no like a lot of pictures of uh, well, those were all from like, me at, at like yes. different stores that are like hey here's the halloween shit here's this Halloween right. stuff and right like, scarlet especially collects that stuff too so she's she's got a bunch of shit from like man like bed like a uh, bath and body i mean i don't know man like pillows and weird shit like yeah man, like like michael's spooky girls know thing. exactly like what they're doing oh they do they know they're they line up at michael's on like september 15th or whatever because they know that's when like the spooky shit comes in yeah um <clears throat> yeah uh you know one thing i noticed that uh, spirit which is kind of cool is like they've gotten really big with um killer clowns from outer space which is a great cult film i certainly love it um but like they have they got the merchandising to it so now they have a lot of killer clown stuff like not just the masks but they also have like the guns and they have little talking statues that light up they have one of those projector lights where like you know the light is underneath and like it's a globe and it projects images of the clowns mm. all over your room and they had a life-size animatronic killer clown as well, uh, which I was very tempted to buy. So uh, Jason slash Roy could have, you know, a little company. Um, it's like 250 bucks. But if I, I've got, I always go to Spirit Halloween on November 1st because everything's half off. If they have one left and it's half off, yeah. I might have to fucking get the goddamn thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing that movie around a lot lately. Maybe that's why. Like, I feel like it's trying to make like a resurgence. Hopefully they don't yeah. remake it, but it's um that was well, one of my favorite ones as a kid. That yeah. and like Puppet Master and uh Critters and Ghouls. Nice. My love cousin and I used to watch all critters. those fucking movies when we were kids. They're all killer great. clowns. Yeah, I they're all I got, great. 
I got to meet John uh, Masari um, at a October Village event in LA that I was vending at, and he's the composer for the music for Killer Clowns. And like, so recently, like they've been posting that they reissued the the score in this like collector, like fucking vinyl, like super thing he's been like putting out. But he was like super fucking cool, dude. Like he also, he's like friend, he worked with Ray Bradbury on stuff and he was just like sitting, he's like, you know what Ray Bradbury is? And I was like, yeah, he's like, let me tell you about, and he was like, just standing behind my table with me, telling me stories Mm. about Ray Bradbury and him. And uh, he was very cool. His wife was super awesome. Um, And he like still like just stays in touch, like hits me up every once in a while, just says like, what's up? Like he's a cool ass dude. And like, yeah, so that that movie is coming back into the zeitgeist for whatever reason. And like a lot of the cons that we've been at that they're doing cast reunions uh, I've seen. So like that's like so I think that's a reason for it. But I I don't know if they're remaking it or rebooting it. I hope not. Yeah. Um, Well, I know that they've talked for a long time. This I mean, for years, they've talked about doing like a late delayed sequel like the original people who made the original they want to do a sequel um hopefully that happens one day because it's a great great movie uh, with mm-hmm. some great creepy special effects on those fucking clowns mm-hmm. and uh but yeah they had everything they had like lunch boxes they, they had blankets all sorts of shit for killer clowns <clears throat> it is interesting with with merchandising rights though because <clears throat> like uh the the right like the rights to anything halloween is much more expensive than the rights to anything Halloween two or Halloween five or six or anything like that. So what, like whenever you'll notice this a lot now that I mentioned it, but like spirit and places that do actually licensed stuff, uh, it will, they'll have a Michael Myers, you know, mask or a mug or something, but it will specifically say Halloween two on it because it's cheaper for the rights. Every exactly. Every Hellraiser thing you see, will say Hellraiser three. Right. Yeah. That's the only right. one they can fucking license for cheap. Right. So like every fucking toy, every mask, it's like Hellraiser three, Hellraiser yeah. three. Yeah. So like, yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, it's funny you mentioned Halloween six, uh, Dan, because they had like these fleece throw blankets of Michael Myers, but they were both Halloween six, very specifically Halloween <laughs> six, including one that was the poster for Halloween six. And I like I almost wanted to go buy it just because of the absurdity of the, the fact that it's like it's a blanket of Halloween six yeah. in a store that you could walk into, not a horror convention. This is like in a store. Yeah. It's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. What about Halloween sex? Yeah. That's a good always a good time. But make sure, but make sure it's your act, it's your real partner that you don't have sex with the masks on. Because we mm. all know that that really happens. According yeah. to that and if book. you do. Turn to baby son had condoms. Maybe they're big. Maybe they're small. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe they don't exist at all. But we'll tell you this: there's some protection for your little baby erection. <laughs> yeah, driving that choke into the ground. Yeah, I love it. You know that's what I do. I, I know. I think, I think we all know that that's what I listen. Do. I love it. I used to love when John Way would always do the bore at my wife. I, I love it all. I think oh, don't say that. Dan. Don't say that. <laughs> do say it it, dan don't that was that was my that was my Corey hotline call was about how much i love that and i appreciated john wayne saying it every every 30 seconds on the show if i had remembered that i wouldn't have asked you on the show (laughs) (laughs) i love that every time yeah yeah no dan i appreciate that dude i really do but you know 
Um, I just bust balls. Sometimes little, little, uh, you know, birds have to fly away. You know, <laughs> so, like, you know, so I'll, I'll let go of that. But I want to tell you this. You did say my wife at least six times on this episode. And my mic was muted. And I said my wife every single time. Well, so you. if that makes you feel anything, because it makes me feel pretty good. It makes me feel very good. Dude, I feel um, fucking good, man. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about that, Chris? I wasn't listening. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why don't you why don't you unpop another button, Chris, and let's get down to business. Oh, 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 oh come on. DV. DV. Hey. DV, <laughs> DVDA, man. I I love these shirts. I love the shirts where I can really unbutton them. You know, like it goes all like way down. Way, oh, you got way, two way more down. buttons left. I do, but look at there's like six buttons. So it goes down to like almost halfway to my navel when yeah. I unbutton it. It's a it's one of those weird suave shirts. Yeah, it looks like you're like a like a middle ages surf or something like that. It's like a weird what a, mi- like, a what a middle aged surf surf like in the surf like a surf guy like a like a you fucking a indentured surf? servant. Yes, yes. That's like awesome. A, like a weird button-up kind of like laced-up shirt. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying surf. Like I was like, do you mean surfer? No, 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 no. S e s e r f, right? Yes, s e r f. Like yeah, you work yeah, the yeah. land, and you have yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. own you, man. We own rough spun wool as your clothing. That's that's pretty much true, though. That's yeah. I I, I work the land, and I make my own clothes. Yeah, and none of us own the land, then we all work for somebody. It's true. So we're all serfs. What? <laughs> I don't know. Again, yeah. I, I have I haven't really been listening this whole this whole time. <clears throat> Chris <laughs> usually checks out right after ridiculous reads. <laughs> pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Puts it on, especially if there's a guest. He just like lets it on autopilot. That's um, why I like having guests because then I don't have to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Dan. <laughs> Uh, Dan, what, what do you got going on next, man? Like you guys have this, the obituaries thing going on. We'll have that on there, but anything that you, what's next for you specifically on your own? Um, so on my own, I have the sequel to my vampire novella, uh, coming out. That's called black hearts and red teeth. That'll be out, uh, December 23rd from D and T publishing. It's a direct sequel to a gift of death. Um, I always wanted to want to do a vampire story and I wrote that a couple of years ago and I really enjoyed playing in that world. So this is the sequel to that. And I have a, I have a trilogy planned for it. So I think I'm going to start working on the third book probably sometime next year. And then anybody that followed me and Aaron on our very romantic writer's retreat into the, yes. the, the woods of upstate New York, um, a buddy of mine, his family has a really nice cabin up in the middle of New York. And Aaron and I spent four days up there, uh, working on our No Boundaries book two. So No Boundaries book one was So Sorry. And this is book two, which we have a very, very cool title and very cool premise. So uh, we'll be releasing that in the next few months. But we were actually talking earlier today about uh, some of the storyline things and we're getting that wrapped up and hopefully that'll be out. We're hoping sometime in January. Um, we'll see. And then obviously me, myself and Chris and Aaron have the obituaries pretty much stacked with some very very big announcements coming for 2023 mm-hmm. and um you know we've got the the new one coming out for halloween which is just like we said just really awesome and uh yeah every day i just kind of put some words on paper and see where i can where i can go and it's been a been a great time nice hell yeah dude i love you man i think you're a badass motherfucker i love you too um, man. i miss you i can't wait to see you again at uh, the next hopefully author con 
Oh yeah, well, I'll be there for sure. I hope I get to see you before then. Actually, yeah, I, I have my tables. Oh, yeah. I think directly behind yours again, dude. We yeah, that's how we are. Dude. That's how we do it. We get all the setups beforehand. Yeah, y'all want some insight? We're there. Well, hopefully, we're all still alive by by the yeah. time. Oh, that's true. Off. Because if not, it could be like one of those like you know when like they have those ghost bikes set up like on the corner like oh yeah. They could well have like that ghost table be wrapped in like white paper. Yeah, it'll just have like a framed photo of yeah. us. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it'll play like in the arms of an angel the entire time when you walk by. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. But hopefully uh that happens to all of us and not one of us. And then uh we can all <laughs> have a bunch of ghost booths. Yeah, that'd be cool. Be but either way, dude, uh you're a bad motherfucker. I love the shit out of you. Um I'm glad we got to talk on the the episode. This is this will not be your last appearance, I'm sure. No, um, it's been a great time. I had, I'd really had a great time talking with you guys and talking about prophylactics and you know um, ridiculous urban legends. So it's been a, it's been a great great night. We've all got awesome. our war hammers and our baby sun hats to deal with, don't we? Warhammer. We do. That's the jingle for Warhammer condoms. Warhammer. Actually, no, wait. I'm stealing that from. Actually, I'm stealing that from Thor. He has a song. Warhammer. No, he has a he has a song that goes Warhammer. That's like the name of the song. That'd be the perfect theme song for the condoms. Well, I'm sure that we could reach out to Thor and see if we could license that. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, and get him to weigh in on this baby sun hat condom thing. Maybe. Pull the whole thing together. I'm sure he'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who exams? This baby yeah. writes itself, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, before we before we say goodbye, yeah. What's uh, what's Nothing. your? I, I mean, uh, Dan, you had mentioned watching Halloween on Halloween, but oh. what what's what are your guys's like go to Halloween movie? Like, what are you going to jump on first, and what are you going to jump on mm. like at Halloween itself, like Halloween time? So like you, Chris, I, I grew up, I grew up in the woods and this might be maybe slightly controversial for some people, but I love the Blair Witch Project, like the OG Blair Witch Project mm -hmm. scared to ever living crap out of me as a kid. Um, even as an adult, like it still is unsettling. I am a, um, I'm so how old were you? How old were you when that came out? I mean, you must've been what, 14 or something? Probably yeah, 99. Yeah. 14. Yeah, I think it came out in 99. So I was okay. 14, seeing it in like the drive in movie theater. Uh, we still had them back by and by me when I was younger. And um, okay. you know, I grew up camping and now, you know, hunting and stuff and spending some time in the woods. And uh, I love the Blair Witch Project. I just think it's yeah. one of the classic horror movie. Um, slasher wise, like I'll always, always go to the OG Candyman with Tony Todd. Like I nice. think it's one, one of my favorites. And, uh, it's a great one. Uh, I can I can watch that over and over and it just doesn't seem to get old to me that's a great one great one yeah john wayne um it's tough because i as you know i don't stand on ceremony or like uh, necessarily have like something where i'm like i can't wait to watch this because even before the show tonight the record i was going through like screen box like looking for shit to watch because i was like i'm gonna watch something like some classic Halloween movie to get me in the mood before we record. Yeah. And uh, I ended up just like skimming like a few different things like I usually do and then playing guitar for an hour and then getting on the fucking record. Um, but 
for for me like we've been watching like i've I've been watching a lot of psychological psychological horror and i have to bring it back again like chris to our to one of our very first episodes last night i showed scarlet vivarium oh nice so because we had watched another movie like on shutter on sunday before we went out to the festival called triangle it was i also love like, triangle right okay oh, so it's okay so, so we, good so we watched that and she was like eh, yeah, did you like that and i was like i actually did like that i liked how oh, like, I love like she movie. figured out like where, how the loop worked and like blah 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 right. so <clears throat> so i was like look we're gonna watch this movie vivarium and so i showed her that and, and she was like <laughs> thank you for showing this to me. Yeah, like she actually yeah. said that to me. She's like, this is fucking nuts. Like it was blowing. It is. It's, it is a mind fucking <clears throat> movie. That's a good, uh, that's a good pairing triangle with, um, with Vivarium. Yeah. And now you just need coherence to... is next. Yeah. That's, that's like, what I was about to say. You got to throw in coherence. That's like I already the, told the... her. I said like, that's another one that we're going to watch where like that, like it, it, if you're talking about psychological, weird fucking loop, crazy stuck yeah. in weird shit like F- those are the F- physics and, yeah. and dimension traveling time traveling yeah yeah so, you know you could throw into have you seen time crimes yet the spanish film no oh dude that that fits right in with those it's time the same crimes? type okay what is that time on? time crimes it was on shutter for a while i don't know if it still is uh I can but find yeah, it's, it. a, it's a spanish film and it's it is uh chef's kiss dude it's fantastic it's right up there with vivarium um and uh coherence for me fluent spanish so only oh, no shit. Have, yeah only i'll have to read the subject. i didn't know that i didn't know yeah. she spoke spanish yeah her, her or, from mexico city oh okay um yeah definitely check that out i, re- I really would like to hear uh, your thoughts on it we can talk about it on you know the, the episode of, of a future episode we can talk about future it. episode but it's yeah, yeah but it's like I'm, I'm just like really you know i like i like that kind of stuff and so if we, as we've talked about before i think we both enjoy that mind bendy kind of horror so that's just like where i'm at right now um mm-hmm. so i'll probably watch like those kind of things but i was watching snoop dogg's uh horror in the hood um before we logged on mm. and uh i watched yeah it. yeah <laughs> it, it, it was it was a movie all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. happy halloween everyone <laughs> no but yeah I'm, I'm i'm kind of doing like a psychological thing right now cool I was I was revisiting some true classics. Uh, I think I was. I mean, I definitely no, I was. no. Um, I after going so to the uh, after going to the witch's dungeon. Uh, you know the the, mu- the horror museum that I went to. It right. kind of made me want to revisit some of the old classics. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's in order. I was you know visiting some Vincent Price ones the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I like to throw those on, particularly around Halloween time too. I watched The Wolfman and Dracula and. You know, uh, Bride of Frankenstein is one that I really like. Oh, Raven, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of you know good classics out there. Anything with Price and Karloff and Peter Cushing. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm on board. So actually, earlier in the year, I watched uh, Nosferatu because it's the hundred year anniversary of Nosferatu, and it was actually yeah. pretty. It was pretty good. Like it was very. I never had seen it before, and it was probably oh, the first time. Oh, I love Nosferatu, dude. Yeah, yeah it was great. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. good and settling. It was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, it's true, truly creepy, and like particularly for its time, it's 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 genuinely scary. Um, Count Orlock is still one of the, the scariest looking vampires I've ever seen in any mm-hmm. movie. It's just that okay. rat, that rat like yeah. appearance that uh, he has, you know. Well, He's funny so creepy. Thing, 
funny thing about that is when I was a kid, like the show, Are You Afraid of the Dark was uh, a big thing. And I loved that as a kid. And there was an episode where they had a similar movie to that. And the vampire came out of the movie screen, scared the ever living shit out of me as a kid to the point uh-huh. where I had to like sleep on my parents' bedroom floor because I was so scared of that show. And uh, that was probably like one of my earliest memories as a kid of being just completely terrified by something was a yeah. fucking stupid show on Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they've recreated him a couple of times. Like, means uh, Stephen King recreated him in Salem's Lot. And they did it in the TV movie as well. They made him look like Count Orlock. Uh, and then, of course, there was Shadow of the Vampire, where, which is kind of like a, a historical that's, fiction. You know, yeah. Like, it's about the movie, Nosferatu, yeah, yeah. but it's like he's really, Max Shrek is really a vampire. I, I highly recommend that movie, too, by the way. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's, it's good. Movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but, it, but I remember it being really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw it last year and it again and it was it held up. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 That that's a great one. Um so we all got a lot of stuff to watch, and you listeners, you have stuff to watch as well. Uh for Halloween, though, I um I always like to revisit the first four Halloween films, you mm-hmm. know, Michael Myers and the uh Silver Shamrock. Um, the first four. Uh and I also always like to visit revisit ginger snaps <clears throat> which is one of my favorite werewolf movies it's it's that and american wolf in london are my two favorites uh, but that movie actually takes place like part of it takes place on halloween and it's really like a cool idea because like the the chick is really a werewolf but she shows up on halloween dressed like saying she's dressed as a werewolf but she really is one which i think is just a fun little thing um so those are two that i always like to put on around halloween time for sure oh, yeah so we'll talk more about Halloween. Yeah, we have a whole month to talk about it. Yeah, we, yeah. we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we um, can talk about Halloween all every episode if we wanted to. It's our we show. Could. Yeah, we could, we could. Um, but I think that's all for this show. For this episode, yeah, yeah. Dan, so thank you, Daniel Volpe, Dan, Dan J, DJB. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thanks. I really appreciate being here. It was uh it was a blast, and like I said, I'm a big fan of the show so it's been a an honor to be here with you guys oh thank you that's very kind of you and you're, we're really happy to have you on man yeah you're Appreciate a bad it. motherfucker dude we love the shit out of you so thank you thank for you, being dude. on can't wait to see you guys again and uh hopefully sooner than later yeah dude and I'll if we all die later. we'll go to the convention as ghosts i'll see you in hell yeah <laughs> i'll be seeing you soon yes I'll, yes I'll, yeah, i'll be seeing you soon all right dudes have a a glorious night